one. Hello, Master Daters. Welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated. The struggle is real when you're dating in the city. I'm Jen. And I'm not Jen, still. <laughs> still not Jen. Man, I know. not Jen for a while. It's so much more fun not being Jen. <laughs> but yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, okay, guys, today's a quick fix episode. That means we're getting in and out and on with our lives. We're giving you a quick little short show. We're just going to discuss why it's okay being single in your 30s. Yes. And before we get into everything, it's time for our nightcap, the single sangria, because we put some fruit chunks in our Chardonnay, which enhances the wine, but the damn wine is perfectly fine on its own too. And we don't need to explain to anybody why. Okay. It's sangria and that's how we roll. That's it. Cheers to that guys. No questions asked. Okay. Well, we're going to keep it complicated with the busiest week ever on my end. Every single single night this week, I have had something to do and it has been real tiring guys. I've been up way past my bedtime and can someone please like send me on a vacation with a pool and a cocktail or something because I, I need to take time for myself. And we talk about this often that paying attention to yourself and loving yourself and like dating yourself, if you will, is like very important too. And since we're talking about being single, like I need to be like in a single mindset right now and like maybe just go relax somewhere like alone. (laughs) I'm tired. I don't blame you. Um, And in fact, I actually recently went, as I mentioned on our last show to this wonderful hotel, boutique hotel in Laguna Beach called Hotel Joaquin, which I recommend. So if you were to escape for a couple of days, I suggest you go there because it's close enough where you can go on your own, but also like there's people around. So you're not like completely isolated, like yeah. when you get an Airbnb or something like that. But I fully recommend taking some downtime. Um, I'm actually, you know, in New York for the week. So I am going to be busy, busy, busy as well. Um, and we'll probably need to recover over the weekend. But being in New York is great because I get to see friends and go on New York dates. Because yes, when in New York, why not date? We always talk about how you had such a fun time in New York because like people just have a sense of urgency and like get out there. So you know that's what I'm gonna. Yeah, you need to do that for sure. And please, like after the trip and on our next show, let's check back in and talk about if you did actually like swipe or go on any dates or like how it was different than LA. And maybe it's not, maybe it won't be for you, but for me, it felt different. Yeah. Well, I will definitely report back guys. Um, It's like my own like sex in the city week where I'm probably carry. I guess. And, new, and, and it's a good time. Again, we're being, yeah, you can be any of them because they were all single at some point. But I think that again, and we're talking about being single and being fine. Like you don't have to worry about us. We're okay. And when I say single for me, like I'm not married, so I'm technically single. Like, and I like was single. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And I was single for like 10 years before the relationship that I'm in. So I know it all too well. And I know some of the stuff we're about to discuss, like how people feel bad for you. And they put this in their mind that like this, it's not good that you're single or you failed somehow. And it's just not true because there's a lot of good things about it. And being in New York right now is great because it's an independent city where like there's a lot of hustle and bustle and being alone and walking around, you can feel the energy of everybody. So it's a good thing for you. I agree. And now to kick things off, what was your favorite part since you're no longer like 
technically single because you're in a relationship. What was your favorite part about being single? My favorite part about being single was learning how to depend on myself or find within myself, I guess, what makes me feel good and what makes me happy and what I like to do. And all of those things, they sound really dumb and simple, but like you could not pay attention to those things and not really know. Like I connected to parts of myself that I didn't think that I would if I was paying attention to something else or focusing on something else in conjunction with. And I liked really, for lack of a better cliched term, like getting to know myself and it became really fun. Like there was nothing wrong with it. I thought it was great. (laughs) There are elements of it that I also think are great. So I guess we will dive into that because- What? Okay. Well, first of all, if we're going to dive into that in a second, what I'm going to ask you, what myth about being single do you wish would disappear? Um, well, I wish that it, uh, that it didn't mean you were flawed in some way and that you couldn't figure out how to be in a relationship. Like the fact that when someone says like, Oh, you're single. And then they question as to why it's like, I mean, even I do it when I'm like being Mm -hmm. set up with a guy and they're like, Oh, like he's this, this, and this, he's so great. I'm like, okay, but then what the fuck is he doing being single? Like if he's so great and any, honestly, it could be any assortment of things. He chose to be single. He's been focusing on his career. He got out of a relationship, took time to heal. And now he's single, like, and ready to mingle. Like there are so many reasons why somebody could be single. And it doesn't mean that it's because they have a defect. Totally. (laughs) I completely agree with that. And we're going to dive more in depth about that and the why society attaches like a negative failure to someone who's single. And it's just not true. No. I mean, there are people that are failing at relationships, let's be honest. And hopefully they're listening to our show now and garner get some advice from us. But there there's there are those that are unaware of what they do in relationships and possibly on dates that might repel people or might come off as like desperate or eager or too pushy or, you know, maybe just not their true self. And so they're portraying this other thing on dates and relationships. So maybe that's why it's not working for them. But for the rest of us, if we're single, it might even be a choice. So anyway, we're fine. We are fine. We're single slash not married in our thirties and we're fine. Plus I was single for like half of my thirties. So there's also that too. Like I was fine. Here's the other thing. You could be married in your 30s and be not fine. So why is being single in your 30s considered not fine? Yeah. Anyone could be in any phase of their relationship and it not be fine. So just because you're single. And listen, people fail at being single too. People fail in relationships. People fail at being single. Like maybe they're just really bad at paying attention to themselves or be really bad at casually dating or who knows what. But all of these things have good things and bad things. Being in a couple or a partnership, there's ups and downs. Being single. there It's not like we're saying we were single in our 30s and we were fine and like love it. Like, yeah, there's shitty parts of it too. So we're asking everyone to just pay attention to how not one thing is one or the other. Being single isn't only just bad and shouldn't only be looked at as a failure. There's a 
that you're a failure. There's a million reasons of all of the things that it, being single could be and being in a relationship can be. But because society really puts us so much pressure, I think on women especially, to be find a man and go out and get him and go, what's wrong with you? And you're so pretty, why not? All of these things that we've heard so many times, like it's not, we want to just kind of try to debunk that initial go-to trigger thought of like, you're single, well, what's the problem? Like, no problem. It's all good. Like, so we're going to go over some things that we think really, we read this amazing article, Refinery29. Um, and the author is escaping me, Shaney. Uh, I will find it. Um, and she is like, her article hit so many things on the like head of the nail. And I'm butchering that just like you would, Jen, that even reading it now being in a relationship, I was like, felt like I was going to cry when I was reading it. I mean, she is, the things she said are just so awesome. So we, there were some things that really stuck out to us and we want to go over why we think it makes sense for everybody to kind of hear if you didn't read this article. And we think a lot of people can relate seeing if you've ever been single, which obviously we all have. Right. So there are times where logic plays a part or it's missing. So there's a quote um, that Shaney actually cites from the movie Funny Girl that Barbara Streisand says, and this resonates with her. It's, do you think beautiful girls are going to stay in style forever? I should say not. Any minute now, they're going to be out. Finished. Then it'll be my turn. Like in no world mm -hmm. does it need to be that somebody is going to get out of style and then it's your turn. It's your turn now and it, it has nothing to do with the other people. It also honestly doesn't have to do with the fact that somebody's beautiful and you might be whatever you think you are. Mm -hmm. Like at the end of the day, something else shouldn't affect your relationship status. And it's really about your like, you know, it does have to do with your self-esteem in the sense that like, if you don't believe in you, why is somebody else going to believe in you? Right. So you should either be happy as you are a single person or figure it out and find yourself a relationship that makes sense for you. But like, don't point fingers at other people and say they're taking all the men. Yeah. And at some point they'll be out of style. <laughs> Yeah. And like a side effect of existing in society today, I mean, that quote was from 1968 and it still rings a little bit true. Like the idea that we're existing in this society only to like build this life around this thing. And like we defined it and it's not, it's just kind of, it's just a lie. Like it doesn't have to be, that doesn't have to be the main goal. So I don't know. I think then this idea of what is supposed to be comes into play, right? Like that's what we can then, okay, now we're supposed to not be single. That equals bad and couples equal good. And you, you just, why, why are you single? You're like we said before, all these things, you have a great job and you're so pretty and you, there must be something wrong. What, what are you doing wrong? You know? Right. Um, and then also like, you're still missing him. So like, mm -hmm you have not completed yourself. You might be the CEO of a company or you might have an amazing life. And then because you don't have a man, I was actually looking at my own Instagram feed and I was like, wow, I have such a fun life. I like went away to Tulum with a girlfriend that lives in New York. And then I went to Laguna beach with my cousin. And then like I do yoga and I have this cute dog and my mom was in town and I celebrated your birthday and I had all these fun things going on and my photos are great. And I actually, it's not like, a lie. These photos are not what people say that it's like, you know, you're portraying 
the like not truth of your life. I do have sad moments, let's be honest, and we'll get into like those other times in a few. But um, generally speaking, I have a great life. Like I go to sleep every night very grateful. I wake up grateful for my life. So like mm-hmm. somebody else might look at my Instagram feed and be like, um, there's no men on this feed. Like, what are you, a lesbian? Or like, are you a cat lady? You only have female friends. And like, or you must be hiding something. And I'm like, no, actually, why can't I have a great life? where this person doesn't exist yet. When they come, hopefully the idea would be that they enhance my life, like our chunks of fruit in our sangria. Like it doesn't have to be one or the other. No, totally. It doesn't have to be. And that's what we're saying. Like, don't make it, make this idea that you have to go complete your life with this other person, which listen, is like a good thing too. Like finding a partner and sharing things with someone like you would with your friends. It's not like we think being isolated and by yourself is the answer, but like it doesn't mean because you don't want to do that or you haven't done that or you're not doing it that you're failing. It doesn't mean that there's like an incompleteness because you don't have, you know, um, a hot guy or a guy to, you're not posting the stupid picture on Instagram where you're like, eh, does this ring make me look engaged? And then oh, it's God. like a picture of the fucking ring, which it's like barf yeah. to the barf. They need but, to come up with like new lines for like those posts or like yeah. some other, th- like maybe we would report them to Instagram and they like get I taken think down. I don't we know. Get taken but, down. but yeah, don't let it make you feel like you're incomplete or you're a failure. Like that's not true and and then there's that it like come off that way though when it comes down to things like plus one so like yes and and we totally understand i personally understand i'm sure you did at different points when you were before you were in a relationship like there are those typical societal moments where you are reminded you right. don't have a plus one so that can feel like a failure it can feel like lack like i know i have a cousin's wedding in February in Key West. And right now it's mid October and I'm single and I'm like, Oh shit, am I going to have a plus one? Am I even going to be given a plus one? Let's start there. And then if Mm -hmm. I am, do I have someone to bring? And if I don't, am I the only cousin that's not seeing somebody and married and going to come with a plus one? And like, yes, that does feel like lack because I don't have it. But I also don't want to bring someone to the wedding that is going to be someone that like drags me down when I could have a great time with me. You also don't want to be the cousin at the wedding who doesn't have this thing, right? That again, in behind closed doors is making you feel not listened to, um, you know, maybe um, paying more attention to their job or like a coworker potentially having an affair. Like just because this person's got this thing that you don't have, well, would, do you want that thing? Cause that thing isn't always bliss. So let's also talk about that too. Like you're also at the wedding, uh, taking pictures that you want, dancing with whoever you want, drinking, whatever you want, staying out till whenever you want, um, making out with whoever you want. And some people aren't doing that and whether they want to or not, I'm just saying you have to take it from a very general standpoint without attaching any emotion to it. Like think about the things you're doing that they're not, they're also doing, I mean, they're also maybe really in love and going back to their room and having a romantic night with their partner. Like, okay, great. That's also another end of the spectrum, but just take into account that each thing comes with things and with not things. And you have to, as a single person, try to stop telling yourself the bad that it's only attached to bad. Yes, there are lonely moments, but also, oh my God, fun. You're going to a wedding and you're single. You might meet somebody there, which, which we will get into 
the pressure that you feel when you're single that society makes you feel about going out and like doing things and putting yourself out there to get this said thing that it doesn't mean you have or if you have it or don't have it, you're a failure, but to get this said thing that you always have to show up and look like really what Shaney the article calls fuckable because you quote unquote, you never know how many right, like you get. have to go to the grocery store and look yeah. amazing. You have to fly on a plane and look amazing. I mean, oh. granted, I do have a girlfriend that just met a guy on her plane to Europe for her Ooh. friend's wedding. And he was leaving LA and going back to Europe for, cause he lives in Europe. And now they're in some crazy international long distance relationship. So maybe you do need to look good all the time, but it, you, you also don't have to. So that's the thing too. Like you don't have to feel pressure to look to the nines yeah, yeah. or to attend every event or to attend every plans your friends are doing or to feel like you always need to push yourself because at the end of the day, if you're depleted of energy and exhaustion, you're not going to be your best when you meet that person anyway. So like True. what we were saying, basically like going back to what you said about your favorite part of being single, like learning yourself. Like I personally have figured out that one of my favorite ways to relax is to be on my couch with my dog and watching Hallmark movies. I literally am like the biggest proponent proponent of Hallmark movies because they're so feel good. They're always about love and they're tied to some holiday. And I don't know what's better than all of those things. Yeah. Tell me and I'll maybe consider it, but to me that's the best. So for me, like watching those movies at home and relaxing is so regenerative to me that then I can go out on another night. I don't have to go out every night. I don't have FOMO. I definitely don't have FOMO. Yeah, so. and don't let that pressure, like if you are feeling tired from work, like take care of yourself. Like don't let the pressure of like, we're, how many girlfriends I can think back to like my early 30s and be like, I really just didn't feel like going out to another bar, to the same bar that we've been to like five times in a row and like putting on all the hair and makeup and like, I'm tired. And I mean, sometimes I'd want to, and sometimes I didn't. And then I'd be like, oh, and my girlfriend would always be like, yeah, but you never know. There could be hot guys there. It's like, ah, but there never is a and B no thing. Like, oh, I just hated feeling that pressure. And that pressure is real. Like, don't let that get to you and make you push yourself beyond what you're really feeling as your gut is telling you about maybe how you feel comfortable meeting somebody or where you feel like the people that are at this place are more like you or you feel more connected or you feel more grounded or whatever. Just don't just go to bars, even though you hate it just because you never know is the point. Right. You never know one way or the other. So you also yeah. never know what that night at home might've done for you. And also, by the way, you could sit at home on your couch and swipe and have a lovely evening to yourself. Or you could sit at home on your couch and not get murdered. Right. You never know. You could go out and get murdered and then what the fuck. Right. And then you what? You're going to meet your guy in heaven or then, something? I don't, I don't know. But you know what? The pressure of society, it, it rings true because in so many ways, like if you're a certain age and you're married, but don't have a kid, people are like, well, are you guys going to have kids? Or if you've dated somebody for X amount of years and you're not engaged yet, people have a judgment on that. Like, oh, well, what's taking so long? Like, why is it for anybody else to ask or know? Yeah. Why? Why? I don't know. I just I, think that it's like something people just aimlessly say. Well, I think it's also like, prior standards and also people live shorter lives and also yeah. everyone saying and if you didn't you were something was wrong with you back then yeah. but that's because that was back then old timey times now 
women are running for president and shit and they got stuff to do. So maybe, you know, okay, for instance, the even the royal palace. Now, they had a rule that you could not marry a divorcee. Guess what? Mm-hmm. Prince Harry married mm-hmm. Meghan Markle, who's also mm-hmm. half black, mm-hmm. and now she's pregnant at 37 years old. Like, she just broke every standard. So, yeah. okay, so she was divorced. That didn't work out. So what is she terrible at marriage no that just means she married the wrong guy and guess what now she married a freaking prince and they're about to have a little prince or princess and she's cool with queen elizabeth so yeah i, think I feel like it's letting me. yeah it's it's evolving with time too like some of these things just aren't as important anymore in the 50s women didn't have as many rights and they they had to unfortunately depend on men now we don't have to do that and we are we've got to catch up to that way of life, which we're living, but there's still this older generation that's asking us questions. Every single time you sit down to dinner with your family, your aunt or someone asks you like, how's dating going? But guess who never asks those questions? Single people, because they don't fucking care. Like it's not their goal to figure out if you're doing this, getting to this goal that's a lie basically. And there are some benefits to like being, you know, like we said, there's good and bad to everything. There's benefits of being in a relationship. Like I remember having to get, uh, I got a lamp from Crate and Barrel 2 and it said two, you must have two people to assemble this. And I was like, fuck you, Crate and Barrel 2. I'm single and I don't have someone here to help me put this lamp together. So I stretched my body out into all these weird positions to like screw this arc lamp together. And guess what? It got put together and I carried it up to my apartment by myself, like the heavy Ikea um, mirror that I had too. Like I figured out how to zip my dress up by myself sometimes, even though sometimes I would have to have my friends do it when I got to the bar, but I didn't let any of that like get me down. But then it does help sometimes to have somebody like around with you to like do some stuff that you do need two people to do. That's great. And obviously being in a partnership is great, but there are benefits to being single too. Well, I actually think, you know, okay. So Again, going back to the chunks of fruit in our sangria, I think that's the great metaphor for what we're talking about today. So excellent job to our bartender. Um, But I think that, you know, when you say like, what are the benefits of being single or what's the best thing about being single or what should people do when they get out of a relationship? I think the main thing people always say is focus on yourself and remember what it's like to be by yourself and be whole because- you shouldn't need anyone else for anything. You should be able to find everything within. That's like why meditation's a thing. It's like you search within, you have faith in yourself and you build yourself up. But so it's nice to have support. It's nice to have help. It's mm-hmm. nice to have all of these other things that can only enhance your life, but you should be able to get around and do things by yourself. Or you should be able to use your cell phone and call a handyman or Ask for help from someone or a handy woman. Need a person in your life that is a relationship just to get things done. You yeah. should be able to figure it out. And you I should. think having that ability and knowing that you have the ability to survive in any situation gives you a sense of confidence that is like, it's just so beneficial to your life to know that you can do stuff. Like yeah. I, I had, we actually had a friend that, couldn't do anything if her boyfriend didn't help her or would like rely on him for everything and was so codependent that it was like a disease. And like, 
just the floodworks that would come through anytime he wouldn't help her with something. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He wasn't born on this earth to like help you with yeah, like the dumb things you don't want to do or think you can't do. Get it together. Yeah, that you got to pay attention Tough to love. figuring out what life is like with you at the end of the day. It's only you and you only have yourself. And if there's things that you have internal battles with, like, I hate to break it to you, but having a partner, that person isn't going to help you with those things anyway. It all comes down to some very simple things that we carry around with us. And it doesn't have to be physical things. A lot of it comes back to like internal things. And you got to pay attention to like, working through those things on your own, whether you're in a relationship or single, because you're responsible for making, picking yourself up and making yourself feel good. And you can't put that on somebody else when you're in a relationship too. So either figure it out when you're single or figure it out while you're in a relationship. But at the end of the day, you're responsible for you. doesn't really, whatever situation you're in. So the mental and emotional part of it too is a really big deal besides all the like, oh, I'm, you know, who am I going to bring to the wedding or who's going to help me put this, hang this, my mount, my TV or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like all of it, there's so many layers. So, and I think the benefits of being single are like, great. I mean, you don't have to consult anybody to do anything. And I mean, clearly you're not just going to start making rash decisions that like fuck people over, but meaning like you can go on trips and do any, you shouldn't be in a relationship where you feel like you have to ask somebody permission to do everything. That's not what we're saying on the other end of the spectrum, but the freedom of just being able to decide things and not have to check in, um, can be kind of liberating sometimes. And sometimes maybe that does feel lonely. Like I can do all these things. And like, maybe you might tell yourself like nobody cares where I'm at, or it might be nice to share this picture with somebody, or it might be nice to be going to this place with this person. But you also, like we say, there's good and bad to both situations. You can do all these things without having a responsibility sometimes. And that can make it a little bit more freeing or more liberating or more, I don't know, just light. It can feel more light. I would think. I mean, also, if we're going to give an assignment to all of our listeners, I think a great thing, even if you're in a relationship right now, is, or if you're offering advice to your single friends, you should just also maybe send them this very podcast, but um, is to put down a list of things you like. Because a lot of times in relationships, people forget who they are and their tastes, and they are like, oh, wait, I think I like this other kind of music. Wait a second. No, my preference is this. I am open to these other things. But like, Figure out who you are. If you love certain things, write those things down. Remember who you are. Do those things from time to time. Like you say when like James goes out of town or like you have time to yourself, you're like, I take that time to do all those things I don't always get to do because you share space with somebody. So, mm-hmm. you know, there are two opinions at that point where you're turning on the TV and having to pick a channel. But right. when you have the time for yourself or make the time for yourself, do those things. Like, do your favorite things. I was actually watching, again, on Sex and the City last night. Um, they said, like, uh, secret single behavior. And it's, like, when you stand in your kitchen and you eat a tub of Cool Whip and you flip through the magazine that you have open and, like, why in your kitchen? Why standing? doesn't matter. It's because it feels good. Like, mm-hmm. you sit there at your skin for an hour and pick all your blackheads. Like, listen, that's a fun thing to do, and I don't care who knows it. 
you listen, you make your own rules. And the goal is to be in a relationship where the compromise for these rules doesn't feel like you're losing freedom by any stretch of the imagination. I'm just saying there is a, a bigger layer of freedom within making your own rules. And like, try when you're looking, if you're single or you know people that are single, pay attention to this, guys, to wrap it up. Like, try to take a positive approach to these things. If you're single, try to let some things go and let some people who might ask you the, why are you single? Or you never know, or go out and get them. Like try to just brush that off and just know, like they're probably coming from a place of concern and maybe just asking some arbitrary question that they're not really thinking about. And like, it's not you who should place that feeling that they're projecting onto you of like, quote unquote, failure. Just know that you feel happy and you're focusing on feeling happy in the situation you're in, whether you're single or not, and try to let the attachment that they're putting on to you, try to let it all go because it's really, there are really good things about being single that we just listed, you know? Totally. And at some point you may be in a relationship and at some point you may be out of a relationship again. And it is the ebb and flow of it. And it's not this like pinnacle where you reach it and then all is well. I was in that relationship for the past four and a half months and I was like, oh cool. Well now I'm not single, but guess what? Here I am again. And life is actually better because now I don't have to be with somebody that wasn't right for me. So like and it think is, about this. You you it's go just about not passing judgment basically on whichever phase you're in. Don't pass exactly. Do not pass judgment because think about when you're getting into a relationship, please pay attention to the fact that you're losing being single. Like I just lost being single and then you get out of a relationship. I just lost that relationship. Pay attention to the loss and the gain from every situation. I still drive by my old apartment and get sad. I'm like, there it is. I love living with my boyfriend and his daughter, but like I have to pay attention to the loss of being single too. It's don't just tell yourself, oh, I'm not single anymore. Yes. Like there's good, please find the good things guys. That's what we're saying. Like there are some great things about being single. And I think this, when you start to focus on that, that's when you welcome really positive things into your life. When you, you start to focus on the positivity. So we're really excited to have this quick fix episode where we focus on friends all the month of October, which is Friendtober, which we're wrapping up next week. And it was great to check in with Jen, my bestie, on this episode, Quick Fix, so we can talk about the positivity of like being single from my perspective and her since we're in different places, but I was there for much longer than you. So I feel like I can claim it still. <laughs> and I'm you technically, can. yes. And you still have to check a single on your tax. I do. It counts enough, but it's also great because you have lots of insight to share from being on both sides. Yeah. And I do feel like towards the end of my singledom, I was really, and it took me a second because of all of the pressure that you feel, but I, I really enjoyed my last moments of singleness of singledom. And I feel like everyone should start to think about, the good aspects of it and that it doesn't mean you're a failure. No, it doesn't. But we also hope that you guys don't fail us in not sending our show to other people and subscribing to our show because we know that you are an avid listener and fan. And so we would just ask for you guys to tell a friend, subscribe to our show, rate and comment. We want to hear it all. And we also want to help you guys. So if you have any questions, Send them our way and we will get back to you either 
by email, Instagram, or on air. You never know. Give you a shout out. Keep the conversation going. And don't forget to tune in next week for our last Friendtober episode on Halloween with actor Jay Ali in the studio. We're going to get booed up with Jay Ali. Mm-hmm, that's what we did. And don't forget to follow us on social media at Complicated Show everywhere. Jen, where can everyone find you? You can find me at Jennifer Golden on all the social media platforms. Jennifer with one N, guys. I know. I know. <laughs> and you can follow me at Lauren Leonelli on all the social medias as well. And we will be back next week for our last Friendtober episode, like we said. And we can't wait to see you guys then. All righty. Love, Love you a long, long time. time.